Father God, we come boldly to your throne of grace and we humble our hearts before you, Lord. We thank you for the angels of the Lord that are kept around about us. No hurt, harm, sickness, disease, death, or destruction shall not come near our dwellings. We thank you, Father God. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable. And we ask that your word will rest in our hearts and in our minds and make a change in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Lady Sage. You already know I'm in the building, a.k.a. Rap Bible Study. I'm here with my Aunt Robin. Yes, hey. So we're doing a part two of um, Who Do They Say That We Are? And we're going to start with uh, Mark chapter 13, verse 34. Okay. You want me to read from the Good News Bible first? Yeah. Okay, and it says, It would be like a man who goes away from his home on a trip and leaves his servants in charge. After giving to each one his own work to do, and after telling the doorkeeper to keep watch, watch them because you do not know when the master of the house is coming. It might be in the evening or in the midnight, or before dawn, or sunrise. If he comes suddenly, he must not find you asleep. What I say to you then, I say to all, watch. Wow, that's pretty powerful. Very powerful. So, can you do a recap of um, what we're talking about from the first section to well, now, for those who might have not heard the first part? Well, basically, we're trying to say, okay, who do you say that Jesus is to you? And what does it mean for him to have come here and give his life for us? And that's what we're basically talking about. And, um... I don't know about you, but these are the last days, and we need to be ready, and that's what this verse is talking about, because Jesus is coming. His second coming is so near, so you want to—you don't want to be caught not being saved. You want to be ready when he comes. I just put in my notes, stay woke. Yes, yeah, stay, stay woke. woke. And um, that was um, the Good News Bible. Sure. Now, on the American Standard... Um, I can read that to you. And that says, It is like a man away from a, away on a journey, who upon leaving his house and putting his slaves in charge, assigning to each one his task, also, also commanding the doorkeeper to stay alert. Therefore, be on the alert, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming back, whether in the evening, midnight, crowing or in the in morning. Lest he come suddenly, he find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, be on the alert. So basically, the master of the house is Jesus. And it's saying that he's going to come back. And so you got to be ready when he comes. How many of you, your mother went away and she said, I want this house clean. When hey, I come back. That's my mom did that every single time. Oh, my God. Before she came home from work, the house better be clean. Like, she was like, I don't care what y'all do while I'm not here. When I come in this house, this house better be clean. And that's kind of like, in a sense, you know. Like when Jesus um, coming back. So I think of a movie, Downton Abbey, right? Yes. And you got all these servants around this house cleaning and fixing. And they're constantly changing over things, wiping down things, and just cleaning. And... I remember one episode when the master was away and uh, the head butler and maid servant allowed the other servants to go out into like a, 
affair or whatever. And I remember them saying to them, before you go, the house got to be clean. I know that. And um, so that's kind of like what Jesus is basically, or they're referring to a mark here that, you know, basically stay woke. Yes. Because at the end of the day, he's coming. He's coming and he doesn't want to find you asleep. And doesn't that kind of match with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? Yeah. Where he asks his disciples to what? Pray. He was like, can you just stay with, pray with me for an hour? Yeah, just an hour. I mean, you know. I can't even pray for 30 minutes, so. <laughs> How many times have you fell asleep praying? You start out praying and you, you know, you got good intentions. And- mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm going to do this prayer. And next thing you know, you sleep. You wake, yeah. you wake up and you're like, I was praying and I went to sleep. Oh, my God. I always wonder what would have happened if the disciples would have stayed woke. What if they would have prayed? Would Jesus have been dead? Well. I always wonder that. Because, like, why would he, like, or is it, like, if they would have stayed awake, then we wouldn't be falling asleep now when we pray. You know, it's just kind of wondering, like, what. He's trying to give you an example. Everything that he did, he came as an example. This is a manual. And this manual gives us examples on what to do and what not to do. So he was basically trying to give us that story to let us know that, guess what? When you pray, you're going to fall asleep. (laughs) So you have to, you know, buffet yourself. Make yourself try not to fall asleep. That's why... You know, you have to condition your body to wake up at a certain time and pray. And usually it's very early. You know, it's the times we don't want to get up. Right. You know, it's usually around 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, Lord. You know. That's normal. Um, It's usually around (laughs) 7 in the evening, you know, when we want to do stuff. Yeah. Um, But you have to condition your body. You know, he was just basically giving us examples and little tidbits on what to do and what not to do. That's what this manual is for. I like it. Yes. I like it. Okay, we're going to go to John 14, 14, 16, I believe it is. Okay. I'm in Mark. Why am I in Mark? should be in John. <laughs> so John, for, uh, John 1, 1 through 4? John 14. Where's John at? 14. Oh, uh, 14 and 6? 14 and... I don't think I got mine mixed up here. Let's see. Let me me read the uh, Good American Standard Version. It says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, and he may be with you forever. That is the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not behold him and know him but you know him because he abides with you and he will be with you so the world doesn't doesn't know jesus that's what it's basically saying it says that the world cannot receive isn't that that deep how many people you come across no matter how much you talk about jesus they ain't going they're not going to receive it that's so true i was just um because they're in the world and the world is so, like, connected to the ways of the Antichrist. Yes. Like, it's amazing how when you're in the world, 
you desire to think of the world. Mm-hmm. Like you'll desire to want to watch spooky movies mm-hmm. and anything that's you know dark and goth. You'll you'll desire that. It's crazy. Um, let me read the uh, Good News Bible, and this is uh, John fourteen sixteen. Is that what I said? Sixteen. John 14, 16. Where is it at? I think I might need to glasses. I think I said that last time. John 14, 16. And it says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. And they're basically talking about the whole Holy Spirit, you know. This. Mm-hmm. But when you think about the Trinity, the Trinity is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So they're all one. Yeah, because um, 17 said the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells in you and will be with you, and I will not leave you orphans, and I will come to you. Okay, we're going to go to Genesis 32:28. I hope I'm. I hope these are in the right places. I, I put my tabs in here, and I'm not really sure <laughs> if I'm on the right. Because this one says eight, and that was supposed to be eight, but I think <laughs> we went ahead on. on okay. That. But it's okay. So thirty-two twenty-eight. And what uh, version do you have? Next? And I have the New King James version. Okay. You want you want to start yours? Sure. And he said, "Your name shall." No longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have uh, struggled with God and with man and have prevailed. Should I go on? Mm-hmm. Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. And he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called, so Jacob called the name of that place Penel. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Okay, let me read my version, um, which is the good news. It says, Jacob, no, 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 I'm sorry. The man said, your name will no longer be Jacob. You have struggled with God and with man, and you have won. So your name will be Israel. Jacob said, now tell me your name. But he answered, why do you want to know my name? Then he blessed Jacob, and Jacob said, I have seen God face to face, and I am still alive. That's that's amazing. I like that. Because he said he has seen God. Yeah. So. I see my, this one says, my life has been preserved. But I like yours because you're saying, I am still alive. Meaning, like, he could have been dead, you know. Um, Preserve, I think, is a lot. Yes. Uh, It's like as if he was pushed aside almost right but still a lot of knowledge is that you know anyone who has seen god is supposed to be there but jacob's like i've seen god he's seen still alive. he's seen jesus, he's seen jesus. Yeah. and but and it it just takes you back to your walk with the lord it's gonna be a struggle yeah it's not gonna be mm-hmm. easy yeah you know what i mean you're going to desire to do things of your your this flesh we contend with this flesh and this flesh wants to do what it wants to do yeah but Jesus came here and gave us examples. Again, he gave us examples that 
we can do this thing, but we got to do it with him. Yeah. You know, if you try to do it any other way, guess what? It's not going to work. Right. Amen. That's amazing. Okay, so let's go to Ephesians 9. Is there Ephesians 9? <laughs> you have for me Ephesians 4. Okay. I, it looks like well, it looks like it's the whole chapter. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, it says in the Good News Bible, it says, I urge you. He said, I urge you. Hmm. It says, I am a prisoner because I serve the Lord. So basically, it's going to be a prisoner of the Lord. But guess what? It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It says, live life that measures up to the standards God sets when he calls you. Okay. Be always humble, gentle, and patient. Show your love by being tolerant with one another. Do not do your best to preserve the unity which the Spirit gives by means of the peace that bonds you together. There is one body, one spirit, just as there is one hope in which God has called you. I want to stop right there because it says one, what does it say? One body mm-hmm. and one spirit. spirit. Does it say three spirits? Mm-mm. No, it don't. It says one body and one spirit. So that tells you right there Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is what? One. One spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay? It says um, there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. See, this just throws everything out the, out the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People say, oh, it's the Father and the Son. Some people do. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. No, some people just say, of, of other religions, uh-huh. oh, it's the Father and then Jesus is just the Son. No. That would be two, right? Right. God says, it's one Spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So, when Jesus said, you seen me, you've you seen also the, seen the Father. seen the Father. Yes. So, that's one. Yep. You know, so this blows everything out the out the window. It says there is one God and one Father of all people, who is Lord of all, works through all, and is all in all. Each one of us has received a special gift in proportion to what Christ has given. As the Scripture says, when He went up the very heights, He took many captures with Him, and He gave gifts to people. Hmm. So He ain't just gonna like. Make he, God doesn't just require you to just do things. He gives you gifts. Yeah, this is the spiritual gifts. Yes, he gives you gifts. You know. Yeah. It says now. What does now? What does he went up mean? It means that the first he came down to the lowest depths of the earth, so that the one who came down in the same one went up above and beyond the heavens to fill the whole universe with his presence. Hmm. Mm. So this tells you that this is Jesus. He, he's saying that he went up. Yeah. God didn't. It's like they just think it's just God. God didn't come here and go up. God was here. Right. And went up. Because hmm. it's one. Who was Jesus? One who ascended far above all heavens and earth. And he is. He might fill all things. I want to do number 11. Can I do number 11? Mm-hmm. Sure. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists. Some of you pastors, teachers, and for the for the equipping of the saints, mm, mm, mm. and for the work 
of the ministry. Yeah. Not for pumping personal gain, but for the equipping of the saints for ministry. The ministry. And for the edifying of the body of Christ. Yeah. So we all come to the union of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to be the perfect man to the measure of the stature Mm. of the fullness of Christ. That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. Yeah, this is powerful. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things unto him who is the head. Christ. Who is the head. Christ. Mm. From whom the whole body joins and is knitted together by what every joint supplies according to the effective work by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. See, this is why I had to do the whole chapter. It was just too powerful just to break this down. It is just too powerful. That that is... um, We just... Oh, if we just, if we just uh, go back to 14, 414, that we should no longer be children Children. tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind wind of doctrine and trickery of man and this Mm. cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. If that doesn't describe today's, for me, I'll be transparent. Like to and fro doctrines, you know, the crunning, the craftiness of people, just like, just you know, no one's being really genu- genuine anymore. And man, that that is definitely the end times. Like, you, you better know it, yeah. And he's just like, the trickier of men, the cunningness, the craftiness, the deceitful plotting. Josiah, but Josiah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you talk later. <laughs> but it, it's but just speaking truth and love, yes. And, you know, nobody wants to hear the truth nowadays. They want you to lie to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as you tell them the truth, what they do, they get offended with you and get mad. Mm-hmm. Then they don't want to talk to you no more. Yep. My feelings is hurt. That's yeah. what you or, or she get on my nerves. She thinks she's so holier now. No, we trying to help you. Yeah. Yep. You know? It's crazy. So I stopped at number 17. Do you want me to keep going or do you want to read a little bit? Or actually, I probably should go to 17 till 25 and then... That starts another. Yeah, that's another chapter, but um, it's whatever. The new wants, whatever, man. Whatever the Holy Spirit. Tells I want to read. <laughs> let's read about the new okay. man. Okay. Uh, so we're in Ephesians four, chapter four, verse seventeen. It's the new man. This, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. So you should no longer do the being tossed to and fro, right? The yeah. winds and the doctrine, the trickery of man, the cunningness and the craftiness of men. We shouldn't walk as the Gentiles child's do, but walk in fertile in their minds, having their understanding darkening, mm. being alienated from the life of God yes. because of the ignorance that is in them. 
because of the bitterness of their hearts, who being past feeling have given themselves over to the, how is that, I guess, lordiness mm-hmm. of the work of all uncleanliness mm, mm, mm. with greediness. Mm. Get rid of your old self. But you have not so learned Christ. But you have not so learned Christ. If you indeed have heard him and have been taught by him as the true truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning all your formal conducts, old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on a new man which is created according to God. And in true righteousness and holiness. Yes. That's deep. It really is. He it says, really stop is. lying. <laughs> stop being deceitful. Stop being angry. Mm. He said, don't give place to the devil. Mm. Stop robbing yourself. Mm. Wow. Powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to go on or? Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Which one was that? That was nine, right? That was uh, so now we're going Ephesians to go on. four, but it's still some more. Okay. Because you, you said it went here the whole chapter. Oh yeah, the whole chapter. I'm Do not grieve the spirit. Therefore, putting away lying. Oh, so that's what you were going over, lying. <laughs> Letting each one of your one of you speak truth with his neighbor. Where we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him let him who so still no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands, what is good, that he may have something to give him who is has need. That no corrupt word proceeds out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace in their ears. Mm, mm, mm. Or I said ears, but it's hearers. <laughs> that it may impl- that it may impart grace to the hearers. Um, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Wait, stop right there. Mine says, and do not make God's Holy Spirit sad. Mm. There you go. I like that. Um, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and enemy speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. That's amazing. That's amazing. So God, you know, he gives us all these things, you know. He tells us, you know, God's so good, you know, because he tells us the good stuff and then he tells us, you know, he tells us the bad stuff and then he, if we don't do, yeah. and then he tells us the good stuff we if we do do, yeah. you know. So there's a blessing on just surrendering to his word. Amen. That whole be angry and sin not, like, He's like, okay, you can be angry, but don't sin. And how hard so is that? that? Just, that just shows you that 
we have emotions and he allows mm-hmm. us to have emotions. There's going to be things that are going to piss you off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. But don't sin. Yeah. And yeah. the best thing sometimes to do is just walk away. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because we got to guard our hearts. So you don't need to stay in it. <laughs> but you just walk away and you pray for your brother. And, you know what I mean? That's all you can do sometimes. Amen. I, I like that. God is a good God, so. I like these um, nuggets of uh, wisdom, actually, there, too, you know? Yeah. Um, throughout this, this whole chapter, there's a lot of wisdom in it. And, um, you know, what uh, Proverbs, he says about getting wisdom. Yes. It's, you know, oh, my goodness. So, he, he wasn't, he wasn't, he's not just a God who tells us, you know, how to do what to do. He also instills wisdom within his word. So we just really appreciate that. Okay, you want to do one more scripture? Sure. Okay, let's go to John 1, 29. And I'll read uh, from the good news. I'm going to start at 28. It says, the next day John saw Jesus coming to him and said, There is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. (laughs) This is the one that I was talking about when I said, A man is coming after me. But he is greater than I am because he exists before I was born. So John had a revelation and he knew Jesus. And he knew even though Jesus was his cousin, he knew Jesus was here before. So that tells you that God always existed. He wasn't just born, you know, just on the day he was born on. He was already here. And it's like we all have a choice, you know. We can learn the word of God and get an understanding, or we can just keep doing what we're doing. And so, like, that's, you know, when um, Jesus said, if you, if you know me, you have, known, you have seen the Father. Yes. Because he's still about doing the same business. And so, like, if you get in the word, you start to understand, you understand his ways, yeah. how he is. But if you're not, there's that disconnect. You just don't understand. You just don't. You're just confused. Yeah. And you God is not know. the author of confusion. Yeah. So... So it's, this is good. You want to read your version? Which was it? John? That's John 1, 29. I and started at 28. Yeah, 29. Okay. The next day John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he whom I said after me comes a man who was preferred before me. For he was before me. And I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel, therefore, as I came baptizing with water. And then how far did you go on that one? Um, I didn't go that far, but it, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you want to stop And I was that. just going to read, because it's called, it's the Lamb of God. So. And then John bore, so I'm on John 1, 32, and then John bore witnesses saying that I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remind and he remained it upon him. But I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him. So that meant the Spirit was descending, mm-hmm. but he said, and remaining on him. This is he who baptized with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. That's 
ones you see sending, but you want it that you see remaining. It's going to remain. Hmm. This that's powerful. It is. That is amazing. Wow. I'm gonna read that in the American Standard version. Okay. Where's that at? Let me see. Okay, 129. <clears throat> the next day he saw Jesus coming to him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I don't know about you, but this is powerful. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin. Who can take away sin? Oh, remember the remember the Sadducees and the Pharisees? They were mad because they was like, "You can't, you can't, you can't be saying, you that. can't be saying that. You can't take away, <laughs> you can't take away sin. Only God can do that." Yeah. So they basically, you know, solidified that He was God. Yes, they did. Right to the bitter end. <laughs> yes, it says, "This is He on behalf of whom I have said, after me comes a man who is higher rank than I." For he is existed before me, wow. and did not rec- and 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 I did not rec- recognize him. But in order that he might be manifested to Israel, I came baptizing him in water. Hmm. And John bore witness, saying, "I have beheld the Spirit hmm. descending as a dove out of heaven, and he remained upon him. And I did not recognize him, but he who sent." me to baptize water said to me he upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining upon him this is the one who baptized in the Holy Spirit and I have seen and have borne witness that this is the son of God so God talked to him mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah and he told him mm-hmm. this is who well John was preaching before Jesus, yeah. you know, and uh, the one thing I, I really like about this is he said that, um, uh, so he, mine says, after me comes a man who is preferred before me, but yours said, like, uh, higher than, mm-hmm. and, like, people are, people can become so leadership driven, so... I got to get to the top. I got to get to the top. And here's John at the top, knowing that there's one coming who's greater than him, Mm -hmm. that he may bless. You know, I I don't know about you, but I'm a true, firm believer as a leader, as a leader that you should wait until God appoints the leadership. And what beautiful what more beautiful leader um appointment to be blessed by the one before you into the leadership position um because then you don't have any other things attached to your blessing your ministry um but this is this is the correct way in order of how God has assigned leadership to to be given yes you know and I honor, I, I, I like that. I, I, I like that. So, what's our next? Next that- one is John 1 1. Woo! This is heavy. John 1 1. John 1 1. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
just says, in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. Woo! That's, I don't know about you, but that, this, this is deep. Mm-hmm. From the very beginning, the word was with God. Through him, God made all things. Not one thing, all creation was made without him. The word was the source of life. And this light brought light to people. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has never been put out. Mm. I feel like John had a deeper revelation of who God really is. Mm. Out of... I mean, that's just... Like I said, that's my personal opinion. But I feel like John grasped all of Genesis, all of the, the five books of the Bible. And this one little... Everything before John, like he just pushed it all together, and it was like he's reminding us that God, the Word, and God was in the beginning, and God was the Word, and Word was God, you know. And it's just like it's all one. Back to that thing, whole thing about being one again. Yeah. And John just reminds you, like you know, everybody else was telling the story of Jesus, but John's just like, let me take you back to the beginning, and this is like the beginning. Everything was. One God, the Word, it was one. End of story. You know. The American Standard says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." That that's deep mm-hmm. right there. It says, "He was in the beginning with God." Now, who are they talking about? He's talking about Jesus. Thank you. All things came into being by Him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that would come into being. In him was life. And the light was the light of men. God bless you. Thank you. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. Yeah, that's exactly how mine's reading. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. If you can't read this and know that this is God, something's wrong. Hmm. And it says, all things came into being by him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. And in him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. The darkness couldn't even comprehend the light. Mm. The darkness. And that's how it is when people who are not of God. They can't comprehend the light. And let's just go to 14, which is in the same chapter. Mm-hmm. First, I mean, John 14. First, well, one John, John 1, 14. And it says, and the word became flesh. This is powerful to me. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you, but this is powerful to me. <laughs> It says, in the beginning, the word was with God and was God. And the word in 14 says, the word what became flesh. So who were they talking about? Jesus. Jesus. Oh, my God. Blows my mind. <laughs> and he dwells. I was just about to say that. I didn't even realize that I was saying that. I was going to say, and Jesus is in us. Mm. And then this scripture says, girl. and he dwells among us. And we behold his glory, the glory of as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness to him and cried out, saying, This was he whom I said 
He who comes after me is preferred before me. And for he was before me. And of his fullness we have all received the grace for grace. And for the law was given through Moses, but the grace and the truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father. And he has declared him. It's deep. He has declared him. I'm going to read that. The news it says the, the word became a human being. Mm. <laughs> Full of grace and truth. Wow. Among us. We saw his glory, the glory which received as the Father's only son, who John spoke about, who cried out, This is the one I have I am talking about when I said he comes after me. Hmm. But he is greater than I am because he existed before I was born. How only God can do that. Wait a minute. Yeah. How can how can you how can it be greater? How can you exist before you was born? <laughs> Hello. It says out of the fullness of his grace. And his bless and he has blessed us all, giving us one blessing after another. God gave the law through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only the only Son who is the same as God and is at the Father's side and has made him known. And I'm gonna go right to our next one, which is first John chapter five, verse six. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit who bears witness because the spirit is truth. Seven reads, for there are three that bear witness in heaven, the father, the word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. And these three are one. <coughs> and there are three that bear witness on earth. The spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree as one. <coughs> and if we receive the witness of man, and the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. He who believes in the Son of God has witnessed in himself that he who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony of God has given of his Son. And where was that? This is uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 6 uh, through 10. Mm. Wow. So and I think that was the last one, I think. So you wanna stop right there? Yeah. yeah. All right everybody. <clears throat> Tell us what you think on this Bible study. Let us know what's in your heart. But I think the end all be all of this Bible study, who do they say that I am? Yes. Um, after reading all these scriptures, the one thing that I say is he's one. He's one. He's just one. Like, Father God, Son, Holy, like, one. He's one. And um, so, 
you have anything to say, Aunt Robin? I just think that it's amazing how God just gives us his word and he breaks it down and makes it plain to us. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks again. We'll hook you up the next time for our Bible study. Uh, Remember, mind, body, and soul. Stay connected to the word. Let God use you and follow the Holy Spirit, spirit and truth. We'll catch you the next time on our Bible study. I'm Lady Sage. This is Robin. And we'll see you later.